everyone. Welcome back to my own worst anime. Uh, we're an advice. Nope, not an advice show. We're an anime <laughs> watch podcast. I'm sorry. I listen to so many podcasts or advice shows that it's just kind of seeping over into my we're reality. A, a true crime uh, story produced advice show. Mm-hmm. Food review also. <laughs> We're going to give you advice yeah. that's basically, please don't do real crimes. <laughs> yeah, it's that's just perfect. one episode and it's 10 seconds long and that's the only thing we say. I was surprised. Um, Marie told me that true crime podcasts are actually like a really popular thing and I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Dude, I listen to so many. Really? Yeah. Man, maybe, maybe that's my next genre that I need to get into. Ooh, I just twiddled my fingers together like a mad scientist and did a sh- <laughs> shoulder shimmy. I'm so excited if you do that. Uh, but no, we're in an anime watch show, which you guys I'm sure know at this point. Um, I guess we kind of do give advice sometimes, or at least our takes on, you know, what could be improved and whatnot. Um, before we get <laughs> to that, though, I do have a little note I wanted to make, or just a, a little subject I want to bring up. Today, I bought uh, Nilla Wafer banana pudding cereal. Mm-hmm. Because, I, I mean, it looked really good and I saw it on the shelves. And I actually, I went to the store looking for blueberry Cheerios, which in our market just does not exist. It's really killing me. I was going to say, I'm <laughs> starting to think that those actually don't exist. You guys made them up. That's what people keep telling me. And I'm like, no, I know it's real. I follow like five, you know, Instagram food pages at this point. Mm-hmm. And they all, they're always, you know, talking about it. And I'm like, where do I get these things? <laughs> so I went to the store. They didn't have them. So I settled on these banana pudding no way for things and they mm. are disappointing they taste oh, like no. um they taste like banana laffy t- laffy taffy Ew. so like, like super though. artificial you yeah, do that's great mm-hmm. Oof. they're like little discs like uh cookie crisp shaped and uh-huh. they got like marshmallows in there and stuff i did eat half the box <gasps> um <laughs> I don't like it, though. <laughs> to be fair, if I eat half a box of snacks, I'm also disappointed, but not in the snack. <laughs> Usually I'm, in myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm disappointed. Ooh, have you ever had, like, a uh, Korean banana milk drink? Uh, I don't think so. I wonder if that would be good poured on top Where would of I it. find that at? Uh, I guess we, a, a, an Asian food store? Yeah, we should take a trip to the big one. All right. Um, but, yeah, so we can go ahead and get to the actual anime at this point. We've been doing... Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yeah, I would love to keep talking about cereal. Um, (laughs) Hey, uh, who are you? Oh, good point. My name is Dakota. You guys know my voice at this point, I feel like. Um, Although this isn't the voice you've been expecting, I feel like. Mm -mm. Um, Our our captain, or I guess co-captain Cody, is uh, doing some important stuff right now, I guess is a good way to put it. Sure. Uh, But but joining me, I have the uh, voice you're hearing Right now, besides mine, is Meg's. Hi! Yep, and also Travis. We've all been talking at this point, but yeah, Travis is here as well. Hello! You you would not imagine the amount of people that get uh, your and my voices confused, Dakota. It happens all the time. I'm so sick I, yeah. of it. I'll be like, you know, I get it. You made that uh, really funny joke. And I was like, that's not me, it's Dakota again. God. <laughs> yeah, that's such a huge pain when you listen to a podcast and you can't tell the difference between mm-hmm. two similar voice people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. All right. So, we're on episodes uh, 9 and 10 of Evangelion. The episodes are called... Episode 9 is Dance... What is it called, Travis? I've got both of you, comma, dance like you want to win. I so want to talk about that comma. <laughs> <laughs> is it really that I'm, we're going to spend like 10 minutes on the comma? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
So the comma was first introduced into English in this 15... is important. Nine, no, because um, it's like a, it's like directing. It's like instead of being like both of you dance, like you want to win. It's both of you. Oh like, yeah. Pointed. It splices the <laughs> sentence in a really terrible spot. Yeah, and then it's a command. <laughs> Not it like is, yeah. a statement, like dance like you want to win, motherfucker. Like or like or like they're observing. They're like, huh? Both of you dance like you want to win, you know? But it's not that because yeah, no, it's right. definitely a command. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's just so many ways you could say it with different inflections. Uh, um, so we can go ahead and talk about that one, and I believe Travis, you're gonna take it away on that. Yeah, I was really excited to talk about this episode until I watched it. i remember it being a lot different than this but let's uh let's just jump right into it and we can uh discover the revelations as we go (laughs) so it starts out with uh a montage of camera like photos at while uh some kids talk and Mm -hmm. these are all about asuka transferring to shinji toji kinsuke hikari school yes the school uh, and we hear kids talking about her, and they call her the overseas <laughs> student. And we kind of drift towards someone is taking like really creepy photos of her, like mm-hmm. in the locker room next yeah. to her locker, changing clothes. She gets lots of love letters from other students, and they're just kind of talking about, you know, the shock of having a new student. And then we get uh, an awful revelation where <laughs> Toji and Kinsuke are sitting on a stoop and Toji's holding up some like blanks, like film blanks. And mm-hmm. Kinsuke Negatives. talks about, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what they're called. Uh, Kinsuke talks about how much gossip is going on about Asuka. And it reveals that he's the one taking creepy photos of her and selling them to other students. And fucking like, Actually, this is a good idea. In plastic protective sleeves. Oh my gosh! Because <laughs> you should probably need to be able to wipe that off. I didn't. I don't. I think I've ever caught a, caught onto what was going on here, because I don't think I was paying very close attention to this episode ever. And probably better that way. Yeah, yeah to be I remember honest. it in a much more positive light. Thinking back than watching it this time, this was awful. Yeah, yeah. Like, like some I mean, unsee juice. Yeah, yeah, the it, worst the worst part is that it's supposed to be like a lighthearted joke, I think. And yeah. it, it is absolutely not that. <laughs> oh no, gosh, it's, it's super creepy. Horrifying. My my opinion of Kinsuke from now on is shattered. Like <laughs> I will never get that back after today. But anyway, we go to the next scene where Asuka says good morning to Shinji and that she's the most popular girl in school, and then she flicks him in the face, which I thought was <laughs> rude, but that's very characteristic <laughs> of her. <clears throat> And then she says, the other one's here too, isn't she? And she's referring to Ray uh, being the other pilot. And we see mm-hmm. Ray reading on a bench and Oscar is just kind of looming over her. And Oscar Oscar introduces herself uh, in front of a huge crowd to Ray and says that they should be friends because it would be convenient. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's ever introduced himself to me that way, but I don't think I would want to be friends if they uh, said that. Not past, like, kindergarten. Oh, gosh, it's awful. <laughs> I think Ray... it makes sense in the context, which is, hey, we're both pilots. We should probably be friends. Yeah, but it's so rude. Kind <laughs> and, of, yeah. <laughs> uh, and Ray just shoots right back. She says, if I'm ordered to, I'll do it, which I kind of laughed. And Oscar <laughs> calls her a freakazoid, which I thought that was funny, too. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, Toji and Kensuke and Shinji are just kind of like watching. And Toji says he wonders if only weirdos are chosen to be Ava pilots. So far, he's right. (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Then we get another scene at Central Dogma, and it's uh, Ritsuko. It's also extremely obnoxious that Asuka wears her plug suit clips in her hair when she's not in her plug suit. (laughs) She never takes them out. Yeah, it's like... mm, I thought yeah. that was just part of her like outfit. I didn't know that was part of her. Uh, suit. She uses them as like hair clips, so Shinji everyone and I will know. have them too. Oh yeah, yeah. okay, that's fine. What, I think it's a cool what, accessory. What they do, who knows? I don't know. They're it just seems important. like like one of those guys that's in CrossFit and then has the CrossFit sticker on his car and all of his shirts say <laughs> CrossFit on it. It's kind of what it feels like to me. Squat, yeah. bench, deadlift. Or we like know a, who you are. We know who you are. It's okay. You can get an SBD shirt, but they're like fifty dollars. They're insane. What's SBD? A what? Squat, bench, deadlift. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I could just write SBD on a shirt in Sharpie. <laughs> it would be as good. Your oh wife owns a cricket. You can have literally anything you want. That's very true. Yeah. Ever. The world of graphic design is mine. <laughs> <laughs> Koozies, t-shirts. <laughs> Other koozies, water bottles, more koozies. They can anything, all be yours. Anything with a flat surface, you can slap a sticker on there and you can brand it. And sell okay, it. She, she did make me a Dale Earnhardt sticker for my Yeti <laughs> cup. Oh my God. Which is great. <laughs> anyway, big brands here. The one that says like... Raise hell, praise Dale, burn down Applebee's. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry, Applebee's brand ambassadors, if you like our podcast. I don't mean it. <laughs> it's just a meme, Applebee's. You get it. <clears throat> Of course. <laughs> okay, so we're back in Central Dogma, Sorry. and Ritsuko is looking at a video of the last angel battle, and a man, oh, this is another bad scene, and a man comes up and puts his arms around her chest Oof. from behind mm-hmm. and tells her that she's lost some weight. I okay. fucking hate this guy with every <laughs> fiber in my goddamn being. This is the thing you could possibly do to any person, especially a woman. I just, oh my god, it, this wears me out. Um, he needs a fucking fedora. Is what oh, he yeah. needs. Yeah. So we Meg, find you out it, you missed it last week when we all hated Kaji. <laughs> well, I'm making up for it. Yeah, That's fine. Go for I it. Wanted... Damn, this guy sucks. Meg, did you get to go back and watch the last episode? I have. I'm caught up. Okay. Real quick, what do you think about Asuka so far? Do you like her? I don't. You don't? She gives me whiplash because <laughs> she's like, I'm amazing. <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to die and everything's awful. Ah! And then the random German words just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> well, <laughs> anyway, back to Kaji and Ritsuko. He asks her if she's enduring an unrequited love. And that's kind of. Uh, He's the worst. Yeah. But just remember that he said that, please. Uh and mm. we go on with this uh, horrible scene when Ritsuko says, if you're trying to put the moves on me, I'm afraid you can't. And <laughs> we get the camera pan to see Masato staring in through a window, and she looks really pissed. And uh, we find out Kaji will be stationed at Nerve for a while, so he'll have some time to hang out with Ritsuko and Masato. <sighs> yeah, Scott Kaji's going to be a staple in this series. But Do people this- like Kaji? Like, what's the fan consensus on Kaji? You know, that's a good question. I've purposely avoided what fans think of Evangelion my entire life because it's all wrong and it's all bad. <laughs> you might have learned about uh, Kensuke sooner if you had possibly. <laughs> maybe, yeah, I was gonna say maybe if I just rewatched it and paid attention, like when I was watching it, I would have uh, found out well, the truth since it was right in front of me. 
<clears throat> but yeah, Kaji's important character, I guess. But he's really gross. This is his. These are his worst two episodes, I think. Or well, specifically this one. But anyway, we are notified of the next angel attack when uh, these three characters are sitting in this room. Yeah, I uh, wrote down. Uh, Thank God for this earth-shattering angel, or I'd have to keep listening to this asshole. <laughs> This is his most awkward conversation. Well, I, I'm I'm gonna hold my tongue here. You guys can. Oh, just, he gets uh, real fucking the very hot next solo episode. Me in the next yeah. one that yeah. pisses me off. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Anyway, we get the title card and we get a cool shot of the tetrahedron angel dead again, and it looks like I have here that it looks like the exploded Death Star from Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's like it's like corners all messed up and it has like the same like particle. Like I don't know, like. It looks like somebody took a big bite out of it, mm-hmm. <clears throat> just like the Death Star. So the military's mobilizing, and Ava's one and two are deployed in coordination and told to take turns attacking this new angel. And Asuka complains that she isn't getting to do it solo. And Shinji literally cites standing standard operating procedure. I can barely talk right now. And Asuka tells him, "Yeah, Asuka tells him not to get in her way. He's yeah. he's a little nerd in this one." Uh, and the Avas deploy, and the seventh angel, which is named Israfel, which is the music music angel, kind of emerges and they start fighting. Oscar hmm. uh, takes off without Shinji and tells him to cover her, and he calls her a dumb rookie. Which the, the voice acting for this particular exchange is really bad. <laughs> it was pretty. It was pretty goofy the way he said it. Yeah, yeah. he sounded like you're, goofy a little bit. You're rookie, I'm but like, okay. <laughs> But Asuka does a really cool thing. She kind of like chops the angel in half with her Ava spear, which mm-hmm. don't know. There's no name for that weapon, I don't think. Uh, and it Im- immediately regenerates and doubles. It like copies itself. And yeah. Sato That's... screams that it's a load of bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it sucks because like Asuka is like so fierce and that would have worked on like every other angel before it seems like. Mm-hmm. I mean, she just like cleaved it completely in half, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah for sure. So, I mean, uh, yeah, she was going against orders, but still, that I mean, that would have been awesome on like, uh, what was the first, not the first angel, but the first one we saw, Sachio. She would have tore that one up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that. that would have been rad. Asuka takes, I guess, fighting in a totally different, I don't know, way than Shinji does. She's always very gung-ho. Mm-hmm. I like that about <laughs> her, but she also makes some rash decisions. And, uh, well, we'll get, we'll get into that later. (laughs) So then we get a smash cut and the, the screen kind of changes to where it makes it look like we're watching film and we realize we are flash forward in a film review room with (laughs) the pilots and some of the technical staff from nerve and Kaji Masato. They're watching film of the fight we just saw and, uh, we don't actually see the fight. And it's revealed that Unit 1 and 2 are beaten pretty badly. And we see both of the Avas buried waist deep, upside down in the <laughs> ground. And it, it's really funny looking because you just see two really long Ava legs it's sticking like out of the ground. It's like fucking Looney Tunes, yeah. <laughs> it looks like somebody planted them. Mm-hmm. And, and Ritsuko yells that it's pathetic, which <laughs> that's kind of funny. Oscar uh, immediately jumps up and starts blaming everything on Shinji. And they start <laughs> fighting. Because they're 14. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Fuski says that they've been completely humiliated. And it's revealed that 
the military drops an into mine on the angel, stopping oh my God. it. <laughs> I fucking love this line so much. Please tell us what it said. He goes, we had to use an Entune mine. We'll have to redraw the map again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's they true. Drop- those things, those things blow up like a ton of uh, area. It's they like, dropped it's a nuke, basically. It's such a like, sick joke that like they keep like just basically destroying the planet so much they have to keep redrawing the map as they like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so funny. Like, that's the biggest inconvenience. Not the actual nuclear fallout, but the fact that you have to redraw the fucking map. Oh no, mom, the kids embarrass me in front of the UN. And then two seconds later, this guy is like, ugh, I'm sick of these kids. And then he he's on, uh, the elevators come back, and he's on one of his little, just sinks into the floor. I love that he just, like, teleports after he's mad. I but guess, we- like... Once you become like a one star general, do they just they're like, here's your personal elevator that you can fall into the floor anytime you want? I think so. I think Fiske never leaves his either. <laughs> <laughs> so we find out that the angel's gonna be stopped for about six days while it regenerates. And uh Fuske calls their fight a grotesque public spectacle and commands them to work together. And they kind of already are in unison and they say, Why should we? And yeah, then what Meg said, he just kind of elevators through the floor. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> Asuka asks why everyone gets so angry at Nerve. And Kaji says, adults have a thing about credibility, which uh, it's Kaji. He's like, if you haven't been able to tell mm-hmm. by now, he's he's a very shady individual. Uh, uh, Shinji then asks where Masato is. And since she was in charge of the operation, we see a desk packed five feet high with paperwork complaints and bills from the UN and the public and for like this is I made a note of this because it's the only time I think it happens we see Masato in Gendo's pose with like her hands folded in front of her and she's wondering how they're gonna kill the angel yeah speaking of fucking Gendo I don't understand okay so she was in charge of the operation however it was not her idea to put 14 year olds in giant mechas and get them to fight giant monsters I feel like the fact that, like, two teens are bickering should probably fall back on Gendo. Well, yeah, that makes sense, but he's not there, so we're just oh gonna well, pretend like he like, doesn't like, exist. If he were here, you'd be fired already. I'm like, why? <laughs> it's his fucking idea. Yeah. It's his bad plan. Also, just, like, every time an adult is there and the kids are being kids and the adults are like, oh, why are these kids so childish? Like mm-hmm. you guys are the ones who chose to put fourteen year olds in the in the machines. It's you kind of had to. It comes with the territory a little bit. And also, so, the adults act the exact same way. It's not mm-hmm. really. I want to talk more about this, but <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Anyway, this might be a big revelation that we come back to. Uh, so, <clears throat> Ritsko tells her that she may get busted all the way back to lieutenant, which major to lieutenant that's a long way yeah that fucking sucks uh masato asks if she's brought any ideas to help save her job and risco holds up a jump drive and we find out that kaji is actually the one who authored this plan to help masato out and she takes it and she smiles and risco gives her a very specific look like girl what the hell yeah is this one is this one like zooms in on risco yeah, it zooms in on her face, and she has a look, and it's like, <laughs> oh, you know, she's like sighing inside. Yeah. yeah. Like, what are you getting yourself into? <clears throat> yep. Yeah, like, we know where this is going. 
So anyway, on to our next scene, we see Shinji walking home. And as he comes in the door, there is a mountain of shipping boxes in the hallway. I love that they're DHL. <laughs> yeah. Also, that's so DHL. crazy. I know, right? Like, yeah. why is DHL the thing that survives in, in a post-apocalyptic world? <laughs> no, they DHL suck makes so it. bad. But she's from Germany, so that's why it's funny. Oh, so, I see. <laughs> so he goes in his room and he sees that it's full of boxes too. And we find out that Asuka is there and she'll, excuse me, be living with Masato and Shinji from now on. And she says that she'd rather live with Kaji though. And <laughs> she asks, yeah, I know, right? Their relationship she, dynamic is so weird to me. And we'll talk more oh, about it later. Oh, yeah, it's weird. I, you know, I think Asuka's mostly to blame for that one. Mm -hmm. uh, and she asks why Japanese houses are so small and that she couldn't get even half of her stuff in her She's new room. She's such a fucking wasp in this episode. <laughs> I was like, shut up. God, you're the worst. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think the German culture is specifically about like big houses, is it? I don't think so. And I think they have, they're... I mean, their houses are kind of... I think they're kind of like ours. Yeah. I Definitely think compared that, to Japanese homes, they're much bigger. Yeah. I think they play out her nationality and more in like her random spurts of like, I don't know, German conversation. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's anything else really culturally German that comes up with Asuka. She's just a kind of a... I don't know. She's a butthole. And <laughs> she I don't know how to like, put it. <laughs> she's she's yeah. not very nice. She and acts like an upper middle class white woman a lot in this episode. And oh it gosh. Me off. Yeah, Oscar is like one of the most infuriating characters, but she's also my absolute favorite. And I want to talk about that when we're on our very last episode. Okay, I'll, I'll wait mm. for it. <clears throat> yeah, okay. but that's she is my favorite character. Anyway, moving okay. on. Um, so we see that she's put all of, all of Shinji's stuff into one tiny little box out in the hall. And it's kind of sad because his little sign that Masato made him is like just kind of thrown in there. Mm -hmm. And Shinji's like having a little bit of an episode uh, freaking out because Asuka took his room. And Masato pops in and we find out that Shinji and Asuka living together is part of their new training. Because their training hasn't been weird enough. So now it's about to hit peak weird. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. oh not even not yet <laughs> not yet well we see them at a table and Masato's kind of explains that they will need to execute a simultaneous pincher attack on each core while the angel angel is separated into two parts mm -hmm. with perfectly synchronized timing that was a mouthful and uh asuka and shinji are to learn a choreographed attack pattern and I have here, aka that means they're gonna play DDR and Twister until they can <laughs> keep perfect time and sync with each DDR. other. I did too. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> then we get the title card, and we realize that three days have passed, and we see Toji and Kinsuke in an elevator, and they run into Hikari, the class rep, on their way up to see Shinji, and they all walk together to see Asuka and Shinji because that's where Hikari's going. Mm -hmm. and Shinji and Asuka answer the door when they all ring the same doorbell, and they are wearing their 80s workout oh leotards. I like jazzercise. So yeah. I wrote jazzercise, too! <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like Richard Simmons type outfit. Matching off-the-shoulder yeah. uh, shirts. So, I wonder... Go ahead. 
Uh, I wonder whose idea the outfits were because it wasn't know, Akaji right? who made up I, this plan. I would easily put my money on Kaji. Yeah. Or Masada. I would not put it past Either one Masada. Of them, yeah. They're yeah. both dickish enough to do that <laughs> to, to them. No, but I was going back. Um, Travis, you mentioned it earlier, but like when they're getting the plan explained to them and everything, they are already like, so like they're blinking at the same time. They have the same like guffaws at the exact same time. So. They are so perfectly like yin and yang for, yeah, I guess, one another. Before they do the DDR intensive. Yes. So I think it's an extremely effective strategy to deploy them together. Uh, so anyways, so all the kids are inside. Anyways, all the kids are inside. And uh, <laughs> Shinji and Asuka say that they have to eat and breathe and sleep together. And Hikari loses her mind over this uh, statement. And she yells that they're living in sin. And <laughs> Masato and Ray just kind of show up to put a stop to this very 14-year-old conversation in yeah, a very... Yeah, poor Ray. Is she just there? <laughs> yeah, or, poor Ray. That's all we can say. Uh, so Masato explains to everyone kind of what's going on as they watch Shinji and Asuka play Twister DDR. And Asuka throws a fit about Shinji sucking so bad at everything. <laughs> so same, but also Masato <laughs> tells Ray to give it a try and tells Asuka to, to cool it, basically. And Ray is immediately better at it than Asuka is. She's better at, like, syncing up with Shinji. Mm-hmm. And this gets on Asuka's, like, very last nerve. It <laughs> bothers her to no end. And she gets really upset and slams the door and runs away basically and hikari is the only one who kind of catches on to how really mad she is and uh <laughs> toji actually says something that i had to quote and he says hmm so even a devil can cry <laughs> hmm. so there might be some uh advertising opportunity here for something oh my god <laughs> what wouldn't uh wouldn't be able oh, to put God. my finger on it exactly, but She's sounds Dante's, like this is a <laughs> uh, great, great, great granddaughter. <laughs> sounds like this is a great opportunity to talk about my favorite video game oh franchise. <laughs> anyway, so Hikari yells at Shinji and to, then they do the thriller dance or whatever. <laughs> hey, that was really great. Um, <laughs> Hikari yells at Shinji to go find her and apologize, and we get another scene where we see Asuka kind of balled up at a convenience store looking for drinks <clears throat> and Shinji comes up behind her and she tells him just to not say anything. And at this point we kind of get, I don't know, a more vulnerable Asuka that we are ra- rarely ever going to see. And we see her standing on a park bench while Shinji sits and eats a sandwich. And Asuka's explaining that <laughs> Shinji is a simplistic male and that she has to make up for losing face today. And she kind of talks about how hurt her pride is from earlier. And Shinji just kind of like sits there and, and listens to her. Which I, I get that she's like upset. And I can also understand Shinji just kind of letting her vent at this <laughs> point. Because he's had a lot of humbling experiences in the Ava already. And, and he's wearing that in public. Yeah, he he doesn't give a single shit about what he what he's I wearing. I love it so much. <laughs> I love that he just ran out of the house in his unitard. Yeah, it's amazing. But Shinji has like been humbled over and over again in his robot fights. And Asuka, this is her first, you know, failure at her job. So she's kind of dealing with the brunt of it all right now. 
And I don't know. I think that the dynamic there is really helpful that like she has him to talk to and him being who he is just kind of listening to what she has to say, I think makes her feel a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the best thing I could have done it's is sweet. stay quiet. Cause sometimes people yeah. just want to get those feelings out. Oh yeah. So they don't want like feedback or anything. Yeah. Shinji's a good listener. I'd say that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so then we get a really fun montage sequence of, Asuka and Shinji dancing in synchronization, brushing their teeth, sleeping, uh, eating. We get one scene where Shinji's knocking on the bathroom door while Asuka's in there, <laughs> and then she comes out, and then Pinpin runs in. Mm-hmm. So I Shinji has Pin-Pin to like. Pinpin starts like syncing with them. Like he's eating when they're eating and all that stuff, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pinpin is a top 10 anime pets. Yeah, having to piss at the same time all the time would get old real fast. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, they listen to music and kind of tap their fingers together and we see a calendar and it's the night before D-Day, as Masato calls it. Uh, and we get kind of our final scene before the fight and, uh, Asuka's getting out of the shower and she asks where Masato is and Shinji tells her that she'll be back at work or she's at work all night. And Asuka immediately points out that they're going to be all alone tonight. And she picks up her bed and takes it into the opposite room and tells Shinji not to come in or she'll kill him. And it's a very fan service scene, kind mm-hmm. of unnecessarily, kind of gross. But uh, That t-shirt defies gravity. Yeah, I don't think that that's how t-shirts or boobs work, but <laughs> here we are. Oh, that's definitely not how boobs work, yeah. <laughs> so... Time passes and it's nighttime and we see Shinji awake listening to music like he normally is. And Asuka like slams open the door to go use the restroom. And like immediately Shinji just pretends to be asleep. I don't Mm -hmm. know why. I kind of want to talk about this scene. Uh, And he pauses his Walkman and we hear Asuka come up. Or she like uses the bathroom and then she comes up and lays down right in front of him and it startles Shinji and he accidentally hits like the fast forward button on his cassette player. So, uh, yeah, we get the one of the most awkward scenes in Ava where Oscar's uh, laid down in front of him and Shinji's freaking out because her boobs are like right at his eye level and it's. I don't know. Shinji's kind of recoiling, trying to to manage the situation, and he manages it very poorly. <laughs> uh, so at one point, it looks like he's about to kiss her, and I I don't. Anyway, <laughs> he like is approaching her, and he's really sweaty. And we get a shot of the camera pulling back, and we see that Oscar is like crying and moving her mouth and as he yeah in her sleep and as we get closer to it we realize that she is saying mama and we see his cassette player stop and then it kind of smash cuts to shinji laying in the corner of the room away from (laughs) asuka and he says you're just a child yourself and ducks under the covers so that may be the most uncomfortable awkward scene but then we get another one immediately. After. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but already since you're on edge after that mm-hmm. very bad scene, or well, we get the next one 
where Kaji and Masato are in an elevator and what I have here is it is a very non-consensual kiss. I hate it so much. Yeah, I fucking worst. hate it so when, much. When we were reviewing shows, I was like, and we were talking about, I don't know, p- potential problem areas in Evangelion. This is <laughs> the one that came to mind. I was like, oh yeah, I don't remember when it comes up, but it happens and it's really I hate, bad. I hate it, like all just like, I know I already said it, but it's just like very Han Solo-y, like, you know you want it. I fucking yeah. hate that. Ugh. Yeah. The worst part, so the worst part about, weird. the worst part about stuff like that for me is that people, kids mostly who watch this or like when they, when it first aired, kids see that and they're like, oh, that's how guys are supposed to act. And no, if you're no, just, no, and if you're no, just no, like no, persistent, no. then eventually they'll realize they want it. That's a mm-hmm. terrible message to send to people. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. creepy as hell. Yeah, and they never, like, say, hey, don't do this, and, like, hey, Kaji's a creep, as far as I know. Um, <clears throat> but, like, I hope in the future Kaji's, like, I don't so know, he, exiled or something. Well, yeah, because she's still, like, hee-hee and, like, all yeah. smiley and shit, even though she's, like, thrown her stuff and told him never to do it again. But he gets away with it, and it's, yeah, like, he, he's shown like, as, like, I, He's oh, like, should he's I believe your kiss or your words? So, yeah. he... Words. It, it, Dude. It glamorizes this scene, and and it's very badly done. Uh, this is really my biggest problem with Evangelion. Mm-hmm. Uh, after this, they tone Kaji down quite a bit. There's a, still a couple more moments where you're like, mm, I don't know about it. But this is like the most overtly like big no-no scene. And uh, That's kind anyway. of a relief, I guess, because I, I was worried yeah. that it would just like keep going on like that. There might with, be a couple smaller ones that I might forget about, but Kaji does kind of back off a little bit and things become more consensual, if that makes sense. Are there I only would, like five, like 30 something dudes left in all of Japan <laughs> or something? Because I feel I like we just need to get Masato on like The Bachelorette. <laughs> She's too good for all of them. Because there's really no options at Nerve. She really needs to date outside of work. These people suck. Oh, and hard we're to about to people. find out so much more about all the people who suck. I guess when the population's suck. dead, it is hard to find people, yeah. Everyone's about to start sucking a whole lot more, too. This is oh, kind great. of like, even looking back now, this is still, like, very whimsical for, like, I guess the majority of Ava. It is, like, this is the most lighthearted episode with some really raunchy stuff thrown in. Hmm. But it's just like a straight line down. After is, that, about... is that story-wise or like yeah. bad writing-wise? No, story-wise. Like, okay. it, it just gets a lot darker. This is definitely, you know, this is the good times. And it's kind of sad that this is the good times. Brace, <laughs> bracing myself. Yeah. But anyway, uh, this is the only, you know, scene outside of End of Evangelion where we have some non-consensual activity that's really bad. Uh, so that scene happens and, uh, Kaji says the things and Masada throws her stuff and she's really frustrated. I'm just kind of skimming over this part. We don't need to go into detail. Uh, (laughs) so then we get a scene where Masada is sitting at a table and Risco comes to sit with her and Risco asks her about her troubles and if it's work, a man or both. And Risco immediately says that she's still in love and Masada denies it vehemently. 
And she says that getting involved with Kaji was the most idiotic thing that she had ever done. And agree, um, hard agree. Yep. Ritsuko says to go with her gut, and it's not like eight years ago. So we find out that Masato and Kaji were together eight years ago. And I think at this point, we get a break from the Masato Kaji relationship for at least a few episodes, and it, it doesn't come back up for a while. Uh, it's another little subplot that. You know, I guess we are at the worst part right now. It gets a little more interesting just because Kaji does have a role yet to play in the story. Uh, so that scene's over and the angel is coming back to life. And uh, it's D-Day. The Ava's deployed to the music. And I love this boss fight or this fight scene. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This it's is my favorite my, one. Yeah, this is my favorite uh, angel fight scene there's one other one that i like a little bit more than this one but this is my favorite one so far <clears throat> uh the avas start doing like synchronized backflips to music and they're shooting the angel in tandem and they both jump and do some sick flips and they both kick the cores on the separated angels together and they kill it and they still kind of wind up in a heap after they kill it so their angle Avas are all tangled up after it explodes. Um and this is done is just so fucking cool because it's oh, like it's so cool. you know that they only have a minute of full power without having the uh, cables. So like there's a timer at the bottom right of the screen and it is literally 60 seconds showing them like deploy and everything and the entire mm. fight happens within that 60 seconds and there's also no other sound um, besides the music, like there's no effect at all. Right. So it looks really fucking cool. I bet that was like I either really easy to animate or really hard to like fit it within the constraints of strengths of 60 seconds. Right. But it was, it's by far the coolest fight. If you don't believe us, please just Google a YouTube clip for this fight mm -hmm. and it should get you hooked on Ava. It's very cool. Uh, but anyway, the Avas are like, crumbled up in a heap after they kill the angel and on the detachable phone that's in every good ava's uh <laughs> shin like a landline Asuka, phone is just there yeah. <laughs> yes shinji's out of the ava and oscar calls him to yell at him and she asks why he stayed up so late last night and that it threw him off and he's just like i don't know blubbering in response and she says she knows he tried to kiss her while she was sleeping and I think this was a bluff, but Shinji being himself confirms it by <laughs> saying something. I can't remember what he says. Like, he was I like, did, I didn't. I didn't. I pulled back. And she's like, you actually tried? What she's the like, fuck? what? Yeah. And she starts freaking out. And uh, Fusuke and uh, Masato are all just watching them like via camera or whatever. And Fusuke says that the darn kids are embarrassing them again. And that is the end of episode nine. And there's like some music playing. It sounds like fucking like Black Bear Jamboree. <laughs> yeah, th there's like really goofy fighting. music when it's like Shinji and Asuka on screen. It's like oh, dumb yeah. cowboy, you know, stuff. Oh, yeah. I think it's funny, though. This episode's very whimsical. So anyway, in recap, I just want to ask you guys how you feel about it. So I guess, Meg, how did you feel about this episode? <laughs> I don't know what to make of Asuka, Asuka yet. Um, I don't know. I when she's in the Eva, it's pretty great. When she's not, I'm not quite sure just yet. Um, 
Yeah, but that fight scene. Okay, hold on real quick, though. I would not, without having seen this episode, I would not have said that the Avas were capable of that kind of, like, movement. Yeah. yeah. They're, mm-hmm. like, backflipping into eternity, doing corkscrew dives and shit. Like, mm-hmm. when did that become a thing? Okay. Because it used to be, like, right foot, left foot, big so... stab. So the sync ratios that they've talked about before. <clears throat> it just keeps going Asuka, up and up and that's why yeah, it's good. Okay. They're they're improving their coordination in the Avas to the point where I guess right around here, and we'll see it more in the future, in a typical like normal land fight, they're like, I don't know, acrobats at this point, basically. And We'll see sooner or later. I don't know. I can't remember exactly how far away it is, but there's one place where Shinji and Asuka have to sprint. Like they have to run 16 miles or something for five minutes. So yeah, we get a like a sprint basically, and it's really cool. Yeah, man. So that's that's, that that would be so devastating. I guess we'll talk about it when we get to it. But um, yeah, Dakota, uh, what did you think about it? Uh, the main point that I took away from this is that if Nerve has time to think of a plan for how to deal with an Ava, which they, I mean, to deal with an angel, which they never do have time, they can pull <laughs> off a pretty good operation. Because, like, usually an Ava pops or an angel pops up and they're like, oh, crap, scramble, we got to attack this thing. And it's just like a very uh, last minute mishmash type plan. Um, but having six days gave them, like, plenty of time to perfectly execute the plan. Even if it was a little bit goofy, um, I'm I'm kind of glad the fight wasn't literally them dancing and like you know they do like a a, a spin move and it turns ends up being a kick or something. I would have rolled my eyes at that. Um, Did you see the backflips though? The backflips <laughs> back were, were sick. Also, kind of unnecessary, <laughs> but it looked cool. <laughs> and there like were the corkscrews. So yeah, um, but yeah, very acrobatic. Um, I, I do kind of like Asuka and Shinji working together. I think that it's kind of a situation of Shinji. I th- like if they were doing like ballroom dance or something, Shinji would think, oh, I must, I need to be the lead because I'm the man. But Asuka should be the lead because she's like the most domineering one. Oh, she's great. Um, yeah. So I think, yeah, as long as, as long as Shinji lets her like take the lead, I think they'd be, they'd be totally fine. It's just, I think the issue comes up when they're both trying to like call the shots. Mm-hmm. um which because yeah, yeah. there's no trust there yet right and like even like even the whole time when they're training uh being together and whatnot they're sh- they're still clashing like all the time like when they're brushing their teeth together they they, sp- they spit their uh toothpaste out and like come up snarling at each other still <laughs> mm-hmm. um but i think that kind of works in, it, you know it kind of helps to build their camaraderie up because that's just what their friendship is um so yeah the fight was the coolest one Overall, the episode was kind of goofy and definitely fan servicey a little bit, um, but yeah, it was a it was a pretty good one. Yeah, so that's really the main reason why I like this episode. Uh, just a little bit about me: I've watched Dragon Ball Z, like the original series, mm-hmm. and it's I don't know seventy five percent filler. So <laughs> you know, I could I could take a extended version of Evangelion. That's I don't know. 20 seasons long and oh if you gave goodness. me silly filler fights like this i'd probably enjoy it i'd probably <laughs> i don't know watch half of it you know what i'm saying i mean pin pin needs to get his driver's license 
Yeah, put him oh in an Ava. I'd, I'd love. I'd watch the shit out of that. <clears throat> I would too, actually. After, I mean, in twenty seasons, something like that would probably eventually happen. Like Pen Pen gets his own penguin. Uh, I love it. In uh, in the old <laughs> PS one video game, Kinsuke got an Ava, and oh, God. he does he does not get an Ava. Just okay. so you know. <laughs> but that's good. I don't want him to have anything anymore, especially yeah. a camera. But, but this is Asuka's first angel <sighs> yeah. fight, and I like the way that she tries to handle it her first time. And mm-hmm. she's not successful in her first fight, but they come back and win. But I don't know. I just like her attitude, and it it uh, complements Shinji's very mm-hmm. well, I think, just because they're yeah, so sure. different. And when they're on screen together, there's a cool dynamic there, and it's just like real-life personalities and kids. Mm-hmm. So. Sure. um. All right, great. Well, great first half of the episode. Uh, do you guys want to take a break so we can go pee and whatnot? That Let's sounds perfect. Cool. All right, we'll be back. we're back uh i guess it really hasn't felt like that long for you but for us we did all of our necessary it business ages. <laughs> but you, you'll never know that. um but now we're ready to talk about the next episode which is called magma diver which is a really sweet title if i'm being completely honest it sounds like a, a dio song title like a whole, like <laughs> does, holy diver. <laughs> uh, so this is episode ten, and I will be recapping this one for us. Um, so I guess we'll get right into it. the The episode starts with uh, Kaji is taking Asuka bathing suit shopping, and I already yikes. Yeah, I guess Misato and Ritsuko were busy. Um. I don't I mean, think he knew. I can't believe I'm standing up for him. He didn't know they were getting swimsuits. I she, guess that's true, yeah. It yeah. seems very like Asuka to be like, Kaji, I need to go somewhere. I need you to take me. It's really important. And then he <laughs> takes her mom. along to find out that, yeah. Yeah, that's true. And also, we we know that their relationship is kind of like, a, hopefully he's like a father figure to her. That's yes. how I want to interpret it. And um, in, in Kaji's very minimal defense, the, <laughs> the one thing he does right is he never tries to, you know, do anything weird with Asuka. He is always denied no, no, you know, that yeah, sort of thing. He's so. straight up. I think that Asuka is kind of just like, I don't know, testing boundaries, which is yes. kind of, that's, that's what kids that age do. Yes. Um, I think so, at 14, there's hormones happening and yeah. Right. And that's kind of the whole point of the series or like one of the points of the series. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, she's going bathing suit shopping because her class is going on a field trip to uh, shoot. What, Okinawa. What? Okinawa. Okinawa. Because they're going to go uh, scuba diving and whatnot. And um, she's super excited and she's like showing 
uh, Kaji bathing suits and he's like, ooh, that's a little bit too risque for you, don't you think? And she's like, nah, I got to go all out. And so um, they're like sitting at a table and talking at some point and she's, uh, or she asks him where he went for his uh, field trip because I guess it's like a thing that all classes do. And he was like, oh, I didn't get to go because of second impact. And that was like the last line of that scene. So I'm assuming Ooh. it's supposed to be, yeah. It was real creepy. Relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we're back in the uh, in uh, Misato's apartment. And immediately Misato is like, Asuka, you can't go to that field trip. Sorry. <laughs> and she's like super, super angry about it because she was so excited about it. And um, Misato's like, I mean, you got to be here for standby just in case an, an angel pops up, which they almost always do. <laughs> and uh shinji's just like sitting there quietly sipping tea and she's like hey say something and she also says you're a man aren't you and she says that kind of thing a lot to shinji um I hate him, it. like I she also it. says she also says there's nothing more useless than a housebroken male Ugh, yeah why is she's, everyone in this show so fucking sexist <laughs> i know she's like chauvinistic like the reverse of a male show which i guess is just a female chauvinist um and he and then Shinji's like, please don't talk to me like that. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's I like, I understand. You're terrible. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. So um, Asuka is really angry, and she's like, "Why are you guys always waiting for an angel to attack instead of seeking them out?" And Misato is just like, "I mean, we if we could do that, we would do that." And I was kind of hoping that would go somewhere more because I was wondering the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and Misato also says that hey, while you guys are here and your classmates are gone, you can study because your grades suck. And she, like, I guess pulls out their report cards. It looks yeah. like diskettes or whatever, like old floppy disks. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. And, There's, like, uh, this, Asuka- like, slow zoom in on her face while she's talking about how shitty their grades are, too. Yeah, yeah. this is a really <laughs> crappy camera angle where you can see, like, from her forehead to her chin and her very awkward facial expression. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they're doing badly in school. Uh, Asuka's like, I don't care about you know, formal grades and stuff like that. Um, and that gets explained more later. Um, so then we go to nerve headquarters and it's just like a, a, a short montage of people slacking off. Basically. Uh, mm-hmm. there's like a, a dude reading comics and a guy playing air guitar. And, um, I, well, I guess they're not really slacking off. They just like, don't have anything to do right now, yeah. which is fine. They can't always be on. Um, Ray is swimming in the swimming pool and Shinji's at the, like a pool, table not a pool table a table at the pool, <laughs> uh, <laughs> doing homework he's not like shooting billiards hustling um he's doing Putting homework the pool cue i imagine <laughs> and uh asuka comes Shinji. up and like immediately razzes him for being a a nerd for doing homework and mm-hmm. b stupid because he's bad at doing homework <laughs> which is so I- mean I'm kind of the same though. Like, dude, you've got two of your friends here. At least go be social. Don't just sit there and do your homework of all things. I get it if you want to read a book or something. I don't know. If you're going to be social, just be social. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to like go go to a place where everyone is, don't do homework. If you're going to do homework, stay at home and do it. Exactly. Right? Am I, I weird get, for thinking like, that? Wanting to be around other people. But okay, so he's closest to Ray and she doesn't do human things like chit chat and she's doing laps <laughs> or she acknowledge busy. that he exists yeah <laughs> she's busy so i think he's just like we can be in the same room and i guess that's us spending time with each other and then he's got asuka and 
she's basically like, you fucking nerd, but you also are dumb and suck. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, okay, I don't want to talk to you either. Yeah, so, she says all the things that I want to say to him. I would, <laughs> I would probably just sit there on my laptop too. I like how Ray's just like, uh, this nerd touched my boob like three episodes ago. I'm so over these people. She just gets up and leaves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Asuka and Ray are like completely separate people, which I think we talked about mm-hmm. that already. But oh, yeah. it's funny Have to you see. Notice that... oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Have you noticed that Asuka has red hair and blue eyes and Ray has red eyes and blue hair? It's you know almost what? like they're supposed to be opposites. <laughs> I, I didn't put that together. <laughs> and then Shinji, if you pay attention close enough, is the color of unflavored oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> and the taste. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, yeah, Asuka comes up and Raz is Shinji. She's wearing her like uh, bathing suit she just bought. And Shinji's mm-hmm. like blushing because her she's like flirting with him and putting her boobs all up in his face. And uh, she's like, so what are you doing? Like as far as homework and stuff. And um, he's like, uh, I don't know, it's like thermal expansion. <laughs> and she's like, oh, that's easy, you idiot. Which is funny because I think that kind of stuff is kind of hard. That's like pretty advanced physics, isn't it? Like, uh, Yeah, she's being a dick. I'm yeah. sure you can make it mathematic and then make it hard. But she's, the concept. She's also like, I went to college and graduated last year. And I'm like, yeah. what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Is she actually that smart? Like, yeah. Did she go to Oscar's college and like stuff? A- prodigy and that's, so, that's so strange i don't remember where it talks about it but yeah we find out oscar's really smart and she's just making bad grades because she hasn't learned the japanese alphabet yet do they just I, have her so in funny. school to like socialize her probably just to keep an eye on her because i don't think you can pilot. do that like if you i don't know if you've already think, graduated, then like I don't think they can send you back. It would be extremely convenient for the writers of the show to have Asuka in a place where everybody else is, I guess. Right. Pretty much. It's like uniform. um it's like that show Smart Guy, where the kid's like twelve years old and he's in college already. Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you guys ever watch I've that show? I've never seen it, but that sounds no. interesting. Oh, it's so good. But like he's like Doogie he's Hauser? like Huh? Like Doogie Howser. I was going to say, yeah, Doogie Howser. Yeah, like Doogie Howser. <laughs> but like he's like way out of his depth when he's like talking to people way older than him. So there's mm-hmm. something to be said for Asuka being in middle school with uh, kids her age. Because mm-hmm. um, she's definitely not, you know, emotionally mature enough to be an adult. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, she's still very much a 14-year-old. Which, sure. yeah, is evidenced by the fact that when she <clears throat> talks about thermal expansion, she's like... <laughs> <laughs> she's like yeah it's just like you know when things get hot they get bigger i wonder if i touch my boobs will they get bigger i'm not it's making not that up how that works <laughs> i'm not making that up she does that and shinji's like uh i don't know about that <laughs> <laughs> you could tell he wanted to be like well if i touch your boobs let's see if they get bigger then no i think no, he I think like, she wanted him to say that. <laughs> i know i was just doing a goof shinji would never try to come on to somebody i don't think but no, yeah oscar's conscious <clears throat> Asuka's like, uh, he's so boring and just like walks away. And because mm-hmm. um, like, yeah, she's like trying to goad him into, I don't know, being a teenage boy, which it's fine. He's just not there yet. She clearly is, though. Also, um, I don't know, not a great thing to goad somebody into doing. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so she goes think, to like, go ahead. I think girls kind of reach puberty faster than boys, too. I think it's like a full year or two ahead of boys most of the time. For sure. Oh, really? So yeah, oh yeah. yeah. 
And I 14, think... that's gray area. You can't really remember how things went back then, so. Yeah, no, yeah. It sucks because it's usually used as, like, an excuse for. Oh, God, everything in the oh, world. Yeah, yeah. 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 Terrible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yuck. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think that. Yeah, I don't. I hope that the scene wasn't just meant to to say like, "Hey, the writers are horny." I think it was to show that Shinji's still a kid. Yeah, um, that's how I want to interpret it. Yeah, I don't know. I also feel like it's there's like something more to it than that too. Because I don't know. Like I, it's just so weird for somebody to just like come up and like shove their tits in your face, like. I think Asuka's desperate for attention, and Absolutely, I will yeah. circle yeah. back to my hypothesis here later. Yeah, no, I totally get that, but I don't feel like it's, like, really, like, childish the way that, like, Shinji reacts. I think it's kind of actually... Uncomfortable, like, his, like a normal person, His reactions person, are much more normal than the rest of theirs, yeah. 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 No, Asuka <laughs> definitely has some issues with attention. Um, so yeah, Shinji's now, um, doesn't he at this point start staring at Ray swimming around or no, Ray's getting out of the pool and mm-hmm. telling off and Shinji's like staring at her mm-hmm. and, um, then Asuka shouts. So do you think shouts, she's irritated with Asuka and Shinji being there and, or do you think she's just done? I think that's I think, open to interpretation. Yeah. I think she's just done and she doesn't care anything about them. Gotcha. I think she's irritated. That's just personal. It, it does that I, that probably comes up later i feel like the no no dynamic- it, this is just a, like i don't know i think that ray is just like oh my god these people suck right <laughs> well the 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 dynamic between those three is definitely important because they're the three primary oh, yeah. Ava pilots mm-hmm. oh yeah um so yeah shinji's like snapped out of his weird staring by asuka again shouting she's like look at me look at me and she's got her like scuba yeah. pack on and she does like the backwards sit into the pool, which is an actual diving technique. Oh yeah, just a little. It's easy tidbit. to get off boats that way. Yeah. Um, the next scene, uh, it's kind of unclear. I know that uh, Ritsuko and Fuyutsuki are there, and there's, I guess, two other nerve people there. They're like in a room looking at images. Like it looks like topographical scans or something. Yes. Um, of something, and uh, they're talking about. I honestly don't understand what they're saying in this scene, but basically they're like Misato is on site and they're like, she's with this external organization, like probing a volcano. Yes. Mm -hmm. And um, she's like demanding that they keep sending the probe further and further down uh, because I I don't know why. I don't know what their motivation is for searching this volcano. I guess they have some kind of intelligence. Um, But eventually at like, what is it? Like 1300 meters down. They yes. finally find something. It's a little baby angel. A little baby yes. embryo. A little baby angel. <laughs> a little, a little angel. angel baby. <laughs> um, and Misato immediately is like, all right, this place is Sweet on lockdown. Nerve is running this place now. And uh, so also the probe like, crumples up because of the pressure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so they're, uh, Misato like, requests a, an A-17 which I I don't know if that's ever explained what that is because they, they they keep throwing that term around and I'm not sure what yeah. they're what is that Travis I have no idea okay. I assume <laughs> maybe that's like the the order to seize operations or maybe that's like a probe of some sort I, but right. that, that would make sense that, since they just probed it I, I don't know um, I didn't do my so, homework guys <laughs> it's okay <laughs> so yeah she's requesting this from Gendo I think and Gendo's like talking to 
that like group of the orange man, yellow man, and all them. And oh, yeah, like, Sele. Sele. I decided to call it Akari and the Technicolor Dream Boardroom. <laughs> Ooh, that's great. I like that a lot better. Um, and so the Technicolor Dream Board is like, we can't do this. It's too risky. Don't you remember what happened last time? Um, apparently, the second impact was set, was, uh, what's the word, set off in a similar way. Yes, this oh, whole event. The, yeah, with the um, the ice cap, and they were trying to mm-hmm. get an angel out or whatever, and yes. it was self-destructed. Okay, that makes more sense now. They found an angel in the same state. It was in the embryonic stasis state, mm-hmm. and that's what caused the second impa- impact, according to everything we've heard so far. Mm-hmm. Um, but Gendo kind of is like, we, we got to do this. We have to get this thing so we can study it. And so now uh, Ritsuko is telling Asuka and Shinji and Rei, Hey, here's what we're gonna do. We have to ca- we have to capture this angel, not destroy it. But if you can't catch it, do destroy it because it's just like way too dangerous. Um, and Asuka immediately is like, "I'll do it." And Shinji's like, "Oh, it's gonna be me again. I'm gonna have to pile up my Ava." And then Ritsuko <laughs> is like, "Uh, Asuka, you do it." And he's like, "Oh, that's weird." Um, so they like bring her to like the the hangar where the Avas are, or no, she's putting on her um her uh suit plug suit. her plug suit and she hits the button and it, and it like does its thing and she's like this isn't looking different how is it supposed to protect me from the heat and then reach goes like press the other button and it like blows her up like uh violet <laughs> from uh willy wonk in the chocolate factory Violet, you're turning violet violet yeah <laughs> um and then uh she like goes out to uh to her ava and they turned it into Baymax, basically. It's got, like, this big <laughs> marshmallow armor on. <laughs> and she's extremely upset about it. And um, she's, like, throwing a fit and, like, I don't want to do it anymore. And then Kaji's there all of a sudden. She's, like, embarrassed that he's seeing her like that. And um, Ray's just like, uh, I'll do it. I don't care. And I think something about Ray. I-, I think that Oscar doesn't want to be, like, beaten by Ray. Because she just, oh, like, yeah. completely flips the switch and is like, never mind. I'll do it. I can do it. <laughs> Yeah, Asuka so doesn't like, want to be beaten by anybody. Group, so Oscar doesn't want to be beaten or helped by anybody. Yeah, she's like grossly independent to a fault. Right. There's like um, a toxic, oh, absolutely yeah, frenemy thing going on there. It's very middle school girl. Also, oh yeah. I wish they could be friends. I wish they were all friends. Mm-hmm, well, same. guess what? In a few episodes, we have one with all three of them in it. Cool. cool. That's what I actually want. I like want. it when Ray does things. Oh, yeah. yeah. Instead Listening of... to their interactions is great. Okay. <laughs> um, the next scene is really weird. It's Kaji on like a ski lift with some guy who's holding a puppy. And yeah. I, it was completely unintelligible to me. It was something about um, Kaji couldn't stop them from doing something and... Uh, oh, Kaji's doing some really shady shit in this scene. Yeah, I, I felt you, like this was supposed to be shady. Do you have a, an idea of what he's doing? I guess um, not, because I just wrote, person with a puppy? Kaji sucks <laughs> with like but, 20 X's. Yeah, he's exchanging information, oh. and he's trying to do it very discreetly since he's on the tram rail thing. Hence the so, puppy. Yeah, and he's not facing her, he or him, whoever it is, and there's no cameras, and we just hear their conversation, they're not looking at each other, 
And this is the first time we've seen that, other than his conversation with Gendo the other Mm day, this is the first time where Kaji might be doing something a little bit less than wholesome. Actually, not the first time. He's done a lot that's less than wholesome. <laughs> well, this seems like like specifically like espionage or like, you know, yeah. undercover mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it'll make more sense. Like two eye holes cut out in it. <laughs> I'm sure it'll make more sense as it goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just it's interesting that they chose to include this right here. Um, so the team nerve is like on location at the volcano at this point. And the uh, the kids point out that the U.N. sent like air support basically to cover their ass and they said that uh or i think ritsuko tells them that they're there to basically blow up the angel and the avos if things go south and uh she says that gendo ordered that military support and shinji's just like <laughs> figures because <laughs> i like oscar's reaction where she goes this guy this job sucks <laughs> yeah but i love like who would come up with that plan and they're like your dad and he's like yeah oh, okay that <laughs> he's like yep yeah, that sounds about right yeah i am not surprised um <laughs> so um then uh i think at this point asuka's starting to descend into the uh volcano and she's constantly like shinji watch me i'm so good at this mm-hmm. and be very much being like a kid even in the face of a volcano that she's descending into to find a terrifying angel uh-huh. um her her need for validation is constant um so misato it, well, they, she keeps on descending further and further, and Misato is um, urging them to keep going, even though it'll, like, eventually crush the unit. And, like, stuff is starting to pop and, like, crack, and there's, like, a coolant thing going. And um, at some point, they go past the safety limit, and her uh, unit two's progressive knife pops off, which is real bad because she doesn't have any other weapons. Um, and then it, once she they go a little bit further beyond the safety point, uh, she sees like the angel embryo, and Rita goes like, "You only have one shot to catch this." Which I, the way the reasons why she say she says there's only one shot is ridiculous. It's like they're both being influenced by the Coriolis effect or something. Doesn't she say that? There's like a um, uh, there's a current because they're in lava. Right. Which- <laughs> Okay. <laughs> sure, that's been measured before. <laughs> I can't see anything. Well, you're in fucking molten rock. It's not water. Um, <laughs> it's not red water. Yeah, pretty much. So th- there's a current, and it's moving in the current, and they're moving at a different speed, and so if she misses it, she'll just keep going, I guess. And Like in space. You can't make a U-turn in a current of lava, obviously, if they had <laughs> paid attention in their physics class. They would have known that. I mean, she should know that. She went to college. Yeah. They teach you that in college. Like, I guess it was you know. in Japanese. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so she only has one shot. She does pull it off, and it like it like uh, shoots out this weird rectangular prism type barrier around the angel. Um, and so everyone is super relieved, and uh, they're about to start pulling her up. But then, of course, something bad happens, and the angel starts busting out and like hatching out of its egg. Is it an egg or an embryo? I guess it doesn't matter. It starts emerging, <laughs> basically. Um, so, yeah, the angel comes out. It's really fast. And so, uh, Unit 2, Asuka can't, like, catch it. Um, so, Shinji ends up... Or, no, Asuka asks Shinji to drop his progressive knife. And it takes, like, 40 seconds to float down through lava. And she catches it and tries to stab it. 
but I mean, it's not going to do anything because the thing is so like tough. It's it lives in lava. Um, why would a knife do anything? And the angel's like nasty, teethy sucker thing is like on her on Unit Two's you know port window or whatever. It looks like a um, head humper from Alien. It looks yeah, it looks a lot mm-hmm. like. Is that what it's called? Uh, probably not. That was like a very crude <laughs> term. <laughs> Sorry. Are you thinking of face grabbers? Yeah, face sucker or something like face that. Face huggers. They All look these... like uteruses. <laughs> so my mom called me in high school. <laughs> <laughs> all of these words are so evocative. I think I think all of us get the idea of what it looks like. <laughs> um, so they're trying to figure out how to like kill this thing, and of all this team of like scientists and specialists and nerve, none of them think of a solution. But Shinji and Oscar are both at the same time like, oh, thermal expansion, and Shinji or not Shinji, Oscar like takes out one of her thermal cooling things mm-hmm. and like sprays it on the angel and then stabs it and then it because dies. Because the knife won't go through it because something about it being so hot has like changed the way the molecules behave and so like the vibrating knife won't go through or some bullshit like that. So they gotta cool it down. Which I'm like, well that's <laughs> great, but now you should be like boiling because again, <laughs> you're in lava. <laughs> Well, her, her suit does start to kind of, like, impact on itself, and we mm-hmm. think... Anyway, go ahead. Go Which, ahead. I have another question about that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the main point of this is that it's a really silly explanation for how to kill this thing, because... Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, how is, like, one coolant line going to cool off? It, like, they're surrounded by lava. Um, I think it's just a really silly fight. But, yeah, they kill the angel, and it starts, like, disintegrating. But not before. It's, like, claws slash away the uh, tether to the uh, surface and so Asuka's like well I guess this is it (laughs) and she's kind of chill about it and she starts like sinking into the lava but then Shinji's there and he like reaches down with uh, uh, unit one's arm and Asuka's like Shinji you made it (laughs) (laughs) and she's like relieved but she still calls him an idiot because she's like hugging Pataki to his Arnold basically oh yeah that's a great comparison wow yeah, she like constantly taunts him and makes fun of him and bullies him and stuff, but deep down I, she likes him. Yeah, and has a, a bubblegum uh, <laughs> A shrine. <laughs> a shrine, thank you. That's uh, so nasty. The- <laughs> Are you telling me that that's kind of weird to have a new crush? <laughs> I have one of all of my friends. <laughs> that's flattering. As long as it's not romantic. If it's just a friendly thing, that's fine. Yeah, no, everybody has one. You guys are in my house. <laughs> I sh- okay, anyways. God, it's so um, gross. <laughs> so the mission's a success. Uh, then we get a, ne- a new scene where everyone is at a hot springs because all throughout this episode, I didn't talk about it, but they've been talking about how they want to go to the hot springs. Or actually, pretty much as Oscar wanted to. Um, so they're there, and Shinji gets mail, and it's Pen Pen in the mail, <laughs> um, which makes From sense because. Yeah, Kaji sends him because he's a hot springs penguin, so why wouldn't he be there? Yeah, but Kaji put him in a fucking box. I know. This penguin is sentient sentient and old enough to drink, and you put him in a box. (laughs) Have some respect. Maybe just the you know, the anticipation of getting to a hot springs was enough for Pen Pen to be like, eh, this is fine. Mm -hmm. I like where I'm going. Um so Pen Pen and Shinji are in like the boys section of the hot springs. And the girls are on the other side because there's always a like a, a sauna slash jacuzzi episode in every anime. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been I haven't been watching anime that long, but I've realized that at this point. Yeah. Um, 
So Misato and Asuka are like, hey, Shinji, throw over your soap because we're out or something. And they're like making, I don't know. They're like making jokes and uh, Shinji can't <laughs> see them. horny dialogue. It's extremely horny <laughs> dialogue. <laughs> and apparently Shinji threw the, so he underhand tosses the <laughs> bottle over the, the pavilion and hits Asuka like right in the vag. <laughs> <laughs> How does that work? That's the only way. She did like a of. handstand in the water. That's the only way I can imagine. <laughs> I like happening. that they're like, screw you. And he's like, I can't see anything. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> the best was... part is afterwards, because <laughs> after he listens to them talk, Pimpin's like looking at his dick underwater. So oh it's God. pretty apparent <laughs> that he has a boner. Oh, no. Yeah. And then he says, uh, I don't even want to say what he says. He's like holding Thermal his crotch expansion. and he's like, what huh? does he say? I don't Thermal remember this. expansion. Oh, is that what he says? Oh yeah. my god. Basically, which, yeah. which I'm like, I don't, man, I don't think that's how boobs <laughs> or dicks work. Not really, no. It's not about heat. <laughs> Shinji doesn't know that, about friction, though. right? Anyway, bye, guys. <laughs> um, all right. And then the last scene is uh, Misato and Asuka sh- sitting on like a, uh, like a grassy knoll or something. And they're talking. And Misato has this sick scar on her sternum. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I got this in the first or the second impact, which is the second mention of the second impact, I think, in this episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's kind of cool. Um, cool scar. And then Asuka's like, you know all about my past, don't you? And Misato's like, yeah, but that's just ancient history at this point. <laughs> and that's the end. <laughs> and I feel like that scene was meant to be meaningful, but I'm not really sure where to go with it. I, mean, so at this point. I have I, a little tidbit for you about okay. the second impact. Yeah. So Kaji and Masato were both 14 during the second oh. impact. Mm. I mean, that makes sense because they were talking about the school trip and stuff. And I guess mm-hmm. that's a yeah. 14-year-old thing to do. There's more too, but I can't tell you that. Is, I it, is 14 like one of those numbers where if you divide it by this and then add this date or whatever, it equals like 666 or something? Like, like a golden I ratio or something? Not. Yeah, why I don't the, think there's any the of that. Why the fuck is everybody 14? Honestly, I would not be surprised if that ended up being something in Ava, whatever, as like an explanation for some plot points. But to my knowledge, it doesn't come up. It could just be uh, they picked that age as like, that's when they all go through puberty because... I right. think I feel like There's the comments, the, yeah, yeah. I feel like over here, or I mean, as far as I know, people think thirteen is like you're a teenager. All that stuff starts happening. I feel I like I need to like research this. Sixteen is like the age that we like obsess over, and yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's when you get you your can driver's drive. license, baby. Yeah, Shinji. I feel like they don't care about driving. Because they're oh, kind of I'd say most people who live in a city don't care about driving. Yeah. Driving is so fun, though. It's probably not oh, fun yeah. in the city. Um, anyway, now that Uber exists. Go ahead. Right. Sorry. So that's the end of episode 10. Um, I guess let's start with you, Travis, how you feel about this episode. Okay. I don't love this episode. It's one of the weaker ones. Uh, it does set up a few important plot things. And I've got to be really careful here because there's... <laughs> a lot uh the whole bit about the second impact it will continue to reference the second impact and it gives you like i said earlier it gives you breadcrumbs just kind of like string you along until it tells you more more details in there's like gonna be a whole episode basically Mm -hmm. where you find out a lot and um i don't know the 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 angel fight was one of the weaker ones i thought i like that they let oscar kill it herself 
I feel mm-hmm. like to this point, Shinji has done all of the glory work. And in this one, he's more of a support role and he just kind of pulls her out of the magma. And uh, he kind of plays the role that Ray did back when they killed the trapezohedron angel. Uh, and Ray just kind of shielded him. So it's nice magma. to see Asuka. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. You know, awesome powers. Magma. Yeah. Yeah. You said magma like five minutes ago and I was I couldn't stop thinking about it. <laughs> Sorry. Magma. <laughs> yeah. I like that Asuka got a chance to kill an angel and uh, I don't know. We get a little bit of backstory in this episode, but it's more just like a, a tease than it is an actual mm-hmm. explanation. Mm-hmm. Um, Meg, what's your take on this episode? Okay. I don't understand how Unit 1 could just like zoop, reach in and scoop up Unit 2 without having like a suit. <laughs> 1,300 or a feet down. Or whatever. Yeah, it's like, meters. oh no, the pressure. We're talking about the pressure this whole episode. Ah, oh, the pressure. It's so great. And it's things. And then Shinji's just like, here I go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool. I guess that works. Um, I love that Misato has a sick scar that looks like she got like a brutality by Jade in Mortal Kombat. That's awesome. <laughs> um, I hate the the last thing like made me irrationally mad when Asuka's like, you know about my past, right? I'm like, that's every freaking character in every story ever. Oh, you have a past? <laughs> hmm, crazy concept. Sorry. Anyway, I'm like, can you please give me at least something? Like, you'll you'll get it later. Besides her saying, like, calling for her mom in her sleep, but she's 14 and a child soldier, so like that's to be expected. Give oh, me something worse. to go on, except besides, oh, you have a past and it was erased. Well, that happened to Ray too, and. Shinji, mm. I guess, was just so fucking boring they didn't have to. <laughs> I promise you'll get it. It's going to be really late. Asuka's, I think, the last character that we find out about. Okay. And it, it may actually be as late as one of the last two or three episodes. Can't remember. Okay. So. Well, I look forward to finding out what her uh, ancient history at the ripe old age of 14 is. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's rough. I'll tell you that. I just, I think it's so strange that they brought it up at all. Like, it's like someone saying... Uh, like someone's starting to tell you something and then being like, oh, never mind. Yeah. I shouldn't tell you. That was totally like Masada's moment. Thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was totally Masada's moment for us to be thinking about her character. We don't need the confusion of thinking about Asuka at the same time. We're like, oh my God, she's got a sick scar. And then Asuka just kind of like, I don't know, trails off after that. So mm-hmm. that, that part Again, was, about yeah, nothing. That, it could have, it could have been done better. Yeah. I, I really mm-hmm. like seeing, I, I don't know why, but seeing the scar is just like um i don't know it makes misato more of a a a more more depth to her character which is really nice i like when they develop her like that as opposed to her having a love interest because i i'm really tired of that plot at this point Mm -hmm. and i know this was made in like the 90s but still it sucks that part of her development is she has a nasty ex that she has to deal with now yeah Yeah, i think it's kind of minimal his character does really suck Mm-hmm. Yeah. In contrast, um, though, Masato's really awesome, and she has enough mm-hmm. with her character that we don't. Her, her like character itself is not defined by a relationship, which it so often is in anime. Mm-hmm. That's true. I just really hope that she like I don't know eventually 
punches him in the nuts or something. That yeah, would there's be great. like potential for it to be really cool because like she she's like our only solid actually thinks she's working for at this point, I feel like Masato's the only person that has like a heart of gold and is actually like trying to save the world from these things where mm-hmm. like her best friend secretly is like in cahoots with huh. Gendo and like like with the two episodes on the the last ep that yeah. I wasn't in. Um so like Ritsko knew about the plot to sabotage the nuclear um mech and was like everything went according to plan except for the fact that Masato is amazing and decided to jump in it and stop <laughs> it. Um yeah. And they were I'm like, so oh, excited. Okay. So, like, literally, I, I mean, like, I think it will be interesting when it's, like, her best friend and her boss and her ex are all, like, secretly, like, mee-hee-hee behind the scenes. That could be really cool. But, like, mm-hmm. watching it get set up is, like, a little irritating, especially with him and his Oh, it's ponytail. so irritating. And it, it does it more in, like, little teeny pieces mm-hmm. in every episode. It just gives you a little bit and it makes you so angry. But um, that's honestly, I'm, honestly, I'm kind of anxious for the moment when Misato gets like the rug pulled out from under her when she realizes that everyone is evil and she's the only good one. Yeah. Oh, like I will the, say like, this: the betrayal you'd feel. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't just happen once; it's like ten times. But oh no, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. I so, can't. Travis, <laughs> when does it so bad? Travis, when does it start getting uh, much darker? Is it now? Hang on, or, just, or just a soon? second. Let me check the the trusty back of my DVD boxes. I'm going to say uh, <clears throat> roughly around episode 12, which is next Oh, that's session. next episode. Oh, Ooh. goodness. Yes. 11 and 12 are great, but I'm going to say that about every episode from here on out because they're all <laughs> great. Yeah, I think we're all excited for it. Um, but for mm-hmm. now, I think that pretty much wraps us up. Um, Meg, oh, do you sorry, want to Dakota, do did you plugs? have any final thoughts? On this Who? app? Me? You, yeah. Um, yeah, the angel fight was silly. I did like the idea of the volcano. Speaking of which, why were they in the volcano? Was it just like a, I don't know, this place is cool. There's probably an I, angel in here kind of thing. I have a feeling the director was like, hmm, it would be cool if we had our kids go into a volcano in an episode. Because <laughs> I feel like that's how he like, he flies by the seat of his pants all the time. And he'll tell you that in interviews. That that's does make great. sense. Also, I feel like um, I, I like the fact that after Asuka was like, why don't you guys attack the angels instead of waiting for them to attack us? And then like this same episode, they're going on the offensive. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah. even even though Masada was just like, oh, we can't do that. And then they did it, which is cool. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I've got for that episode, honestly. Cool beans. Plug time. Plugs, plugs, plugs. Plug suit. No, know. not plug suits. Or <laughs> whatever they're called. Um, yeah, so we have an email. We would love for you to say hi. It's myownworstanime at gmail.com. We're also on Instagram and Twitter under MOWA podcast. Um, and if you have the chance, give us a review and a rating wherever you're listening to this. That helps us tremendously. And I guess until next time, in the robot.
I still don't understand how she could see through lava at all. <laughs> she turned on her other monitor. Oh, excuse me. Let me the turn one on that my can other see eyes. Through. Yeah, she just flipped the switch. Rock. <laughs>